I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Suggest you shut up and show more football. Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one. On the seagulls, follow the troll. It's because they sing sardines. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You won't yeah. want to miss this. Yeah. John Terry, yes. former England captain. 
Fantastic. Captain Leader Legend, who very nearly was a teammate of yours. Mm -hmm. Very close, huh? You tried hard, eh? We tried hard. We always Do you mean they started destabilizing players way back yeah. then, oh, City? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out, though, for JT. But it was a, the, the replacement wasn't bad. The replacement was fantastic. I mean, Vincent Company instead oh. of John Terry. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Anyway, have a listen. My name is Richard Keys. Do things. My name is Andy Gray. And, and my name is Nigel De Jong, aka DJ. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, have you missed us? We, oh, I missed you guys for sure. You've yeah. been in Qatar whilst Andrew and I were elsewhere in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my kids had to go to school. Kids yeah. going, so I was uh, mixed up with the, the timings on their break. <laughs> Our break, <laughs> yes. football break. Yeah, so, but you've had uh, enough breaks, really. You've got one next month. Yeah, yeah. Another one. Yeah, another one, unfortunately. Doesn't this, by the way, I'm not happy with this. By the way, these, I know I don't like Wenger's idea. From, that's for another day, right? But I don't like this idea of the... We're now nearly coming up to the end of November and the season will just have started. Yeah. Once well, we have it, all these breaks. You see, I, I do like Wenger's idea, as you know. I like, I like the fact that we could have a month out and get all the international no, no, football That's different. And, and see, Gareth Southgate was anti that. But, well, everybody is anti. Everybody was anti a Premier League. Any time that people talk about change, uh, anyone that disagrees is widely quoted. No, no, no. If we hadn't had change, we'd, we would never, we wouldn't be playing football under floodlights. We wouldn't be playing Sunday football, which yeah, one, one time that's, in, in that's England not the issue. we were not able to do. Not the issue. We wouldn't be it's playing not the issue. European not football. The issue. It is the doesn't, issue. Doesn't, we have no. to evolve, and if we don't evolve, we die. By having a World Cup every two years. Yes. No. Well, required. as I say to you, make it every year then. Well, th we play, I, and, and as I said to you, we both, and Nigel, I think you've, yeah. you've played in it, we've both agreed that the Champions League has got a bigger variety of world-class talent available, and we play that every year. Oh, so yeah. And the same teams, the same teams World every year. Cup every, every two years. Why nah. not? No. Nah. Just because it was played once every four years to fit in with the Olympics when no, when travel that. around the world was an impossibility. Now, I said to you the I, other I, week... I, I, haven't had, I haven't read too many players that want a World Cup every two years, right? Because they haven't thought it through. There they have. They, they're talking about getting a rest. Uh, who was mm -hmm. it that came out? Was it Thibaut Courtois? Um, no, it was about the oh, nation. Oh, so yeah, but it was about playing too much now. Yeah, so playing too much. And playing, and and playing every other so what, what, what would be the reason then for us to say, okay, listen, this might, might be the next the reason solution. Is, no, the, the next solution in order to get these games, these unnecessary games away, the Nations League, for example. Well, well, I don't mind the qualifying match. I don't mind Arsenal's idea of and compressing the qualifying matches. Like so you instead, want to keep instead of three breaks like we've had now, playing all the matches in October. Now, I understand Gareth Southgate mm. saying, well, hold on a minute. If we've got a, a very important player and he's got a, a, a tight hamstring or he's pulled his hamstring, he could be out for that whole month mm. and miss six to eight qualifying oh, matches. Dear. So you've got right? the pick of the, 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 the vast array of talent that Gareth Southgate has available to him. And he might miss, what, a Jack Grealish, who he doesn't play anyway. Come on. Well, so bit, so next on. year, <laughs> we're going to have a Nations League series through the summer. Oh, that's rubbish. I'm not Exactly. So replace that nonsense with something that matters. No, but then we'll have a World Cup one year, Euros one year, Why World not? Cup, Euros, What's World Cup, Euros. What's the problem with that? Because it's unsustainable for it's the players. Not. Yes, it is. Andy, you we say that. We already talk about no rest, Richard. We already, we already talk all, about players being overworked. They will be playing next year yeah. at that time but Nations yes. League no, football they be. they'll be playing in uh, games where they're going to earn money for their clubs and playing no 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 no, no. And ten the Nations League win. starts There's again no next summer it doesn't really matter they can have rest if they don't want to go and play they don't have to go and play but what I'm saying to you is we'll end up with a Euros I'm telling you now, we'll end up with a Euros one year, a World Cup the next year, Euros I next don't have year, a problem World with that. Cup. I would. I think I it's would. a great idea. I would rather watch would. that than I would Nations League football. No, I'd League rather have football. a break. 
But you're not going to again. You're not, and I think the players the would players rather get have a, a break. Is it 28 days that they are? Uh, 28 20, days. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's now. Wow. 28 days. 29. That's now. Well, look, even less. So, no, it wouldn't be. It would be, would. it would be more because the think, nonsense that goes with playing through the summer and these the, daft games the summer, would be replaced. I think the problem is the tournaments. I think really the problem is the unnecessary games that have been playing you know, throughout, the, throughout the year. You know the, the the Nations League, the, all the qualifiers, you know, qualifiers you know, but also all the nights. all the friendlies and all the tournaments. Look at a, like I even when I played for the national team, yeah. at the end of my year, yeah, domestic year, I had to fly out with the national team to whatever country it was exactly yeah, for a necessary t- tournament for 10, mm-hmm. 12 you days. It to took go. ten. No, I had to go because the national team told the you national to go. Tells you to go. So it takes ten or twelve days of my actual holiday. You yes, understand? exactly. So that's what I said. It's not about it. tournament. Yes, we can we can all discuss about that. But I think the the main thing is to get these all these unnecessary, okay. friendlies, nations league games out of the way in order to give the players rest. You know the World Cup next year. Mm. Do you know how you qualify for it? How you qualify yeah. for? I don't. I seriously don't because sitting around there, somebody was talking about. Well, <laughs> they've qualified through. Is it the Nations League yes. or something like that? Yeah. In and Europe, then, you mean? You mean in Europe or just yeah, in general? Yeah, qualification for the World Cup. It's just, it's yeah. not like you just go in your group and you just play it. So and then that's what it. we do is we have a clean oh. month, the start and a finish, and then we have a proper tournament that matters yeah. and that we're geared up to play then. in and enjoy. It won't matter as much, Keezy. It won't matter. But you say that. It How come it won't, won't, matter. won't matter when when we play the Champions League every year? It won't matter as much because it's a country you're talking about. We're talking about a country. We're not talking about your club, right? We're talking about a country. Mm. You're talking about the nation getting together. And and most fans are happy with limited uh, uh, international football. I've never, I don't hear, I talk to all my family back home and who are big football fans and my wife's family and they hate European, they hate international breaks. Exactly. They hate them. Agreed. Because they want to see their club play. Yes. So don't, fun, don't fill them full of more internationals. No. And don't make the World Cup Water it down One by making it every start year. to finish. Just so we can get players in there. Gareth, Nonsense. there's your players. Get what makes it them. special for him is it only comes mm. along once every four years. That makes it special. And if it isn't for money, and if it's for some other reason, somebody tell me, because it is for money. It is player well-being. What? Yes. So we don't give him a rest then, no, ever? No, no, you see that... Oh, 28 days we'll give him. But that's now we give them 28 days. That's now. So that's all they get. You, how much are you giving them then? Well, if you have a tournament... Uh-huh. That, that matters during a period of the summer, mm-hmm. probably played inside a month, mm-hmm. as, as the next World Cup will be, mm-hmm. you take the rest of the time off. What and time? that is that is allotted to but you. After May, right, okay, we'll get, so we'll go, we've got to get prepared. So they'll need two weeks preparation before the tournament starts. So they'll get a couple of weeks off. So I'll take them to the end of May, two weeks, middle of June, play the tournament, middle you of got July. July. And it then depends you also how far. Then you get two weeks no. off where you come back. It depends August. It depends how far you go as well as a nation. Yeah. Yeah. It depends if you, you, if you, you the next stage. Do you know what I wanted to ask you two about? Because oh. I was listening to it this morning. <laughs> no, seriously. That's, I, I, my, my ears, I, honestly, I thought we was hearing things, Nigel. Right. Right. You and I have both played. <laughs> you and I have both played, and Keith right. has been involved in football for longer than any of us, right? What I was going, what I was listening to this morning was a young, current, professional footballer yeah. playing at one of the country's top teams. Yes, who said, "There, I don't watch football." A guy I, said, "When I, you go home, would you do?" He says, "What? You never watch football on your telly. You never watch any game." No. When I when I leave the training ground or I leave on a Saturday, I never watch football. Mm. I, I now, don't. How can a professional? <laughs> 
young professional, <laughs> educate himself <laughs> if he doesn't watch the game now. I'm sorry, am I wrong? Did you ever watch football? I always watch football, yeah. Me yeah, too. Yeah. Surely you no, can learn by watching a game. Yeah. Look, look at the games we've just seen recently. Those, of course. Those, I don't even know what tournament they were in. When uh, uh, Belgium and, and France, right. Nation, 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 whatever it was, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. A couple of the best games we've exactly. seen for some time. Rubbish tournament. Mm -hmm. No, it is, but it was a couple of the best games we've <laughs> seen. Mm -hmm. Imagine a player saying, I never watched that. Mm-hmm. But you I, must have played with them. It's not a modern phenomenon. Well, that, I think it's one of the things that made our success at Sky possible. The fact that we had, all of us, a love of football. Now, but what, do you know anybody that watched football? But, but, but watch football. Well, in my time, when I, play, I, was, when I was playing, there was another player, uh, Esu Bokot, what's his name? The French left-back from Tottenham. Esu Okoto. Esu Okoto. He was another one who said, oh, well, yeah. we, I never watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk to us about him. No, but <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, there are players that not, never watch football and they're trying yeah, to don't switch get that. off. Okay, Other right. broadcasters during the time when we were working in the UK were not, the, the, and they're still earning a good living from the game, earned a very good living when they played it. Yeah. They don't watch it. They don't enjoy it. They didn't uh -huh. like it. They'd rather play golf, some of them. Big Jockey Hansen was a, was a scratch golfer and would rather have been on a golf course mm. than watching yeah, a football match. I mean, I get and he that wasn't alone retired. at the BBC. There are others retired. there now. I get that. But that's less as important. But, I mean, uh, this guy, in fact, I'm going to tell you, it was Ben White, Benjamin White, as I've I just found out. You can't call him Ben White. He wants to be called Benjamin White, okay? The Arsenal centre-back. <laughs> who they've just Benjamin spent 50 White. million on. Right? right? 50 million, Nigel. And he never watches football he's not alone he's a centre-back surely by watching football he could pick up something he sees about people he might be playing against mm. or this that and the other but certain teams mm. I, I see, listen I agree I with you wrong, I, I might be wrong I might be wrong but, I, but that's, that's, that's I nearly fell off my seat when he said that I don't watch football plainly no that is that is that is that is your that, I mean that is that is that is definitely that is that is definitely you know that's your opinion that's your opinion and that is your statement I feel I feel the same way, the way you know, right. when I'm when I'm no I, he's absolutely right I'm sitting here at this table saying as well as a football lover as a love of the game yeah. even though I've playing or retired right now you know I was always watching games watching players how they move around left and right knowing knowing that I had to watch a, a certain game because I knew the opponent yes. I will be facing the week after ah, so well. it's just it's just about that that you know it's ah, about get as ah, much information but well, nowadays it, it's interesting you should bring that up because nowadays <laughs> nowadays <laughs> yes. yeah yeah throughout the social media and whatever you don't even have to watch games anymore because you get so much information yeah. in space of I'll two tell minutes you why you don't have to so, watch games anymore yeah isn't this strange uh, daily telegraph today soccer bots are coming Norwich City have installed a soccer bot, seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Talking about robots, yeah. Yeah, robots so, to so play soccer. What position right. does he play? Well, well <laughs> on the five and a half the position. I hope they bought a striker. <laughs> uh, the soccer bot three hundred and sixty system is designed to help a club stay ahead of the curve when it comes to innovation, data, and player development. So what you've got here actually is, uh, if I can find the correct paragraph, uh, eight foot screens, and you stand in you stand in the middle of these, mm. and and real time they can put you back into the positions that you were in last week when you played a football match so you can learn from mistakes you made there or if for instance you want to know what it's like to be pressed by Liverpool's front three they can load the pressing into the data system and you can experience it at real speed from all areas of the pitch so in other words you are you're, you you can play a football match and know what to expect virtual telling yeah I suppose so yeah it's like we were trying to do all those years ago 20 years ago when so, okay, so, let me get, so, so let me get this straight so the soccer port box are in place there to show you how to play against a certain opponent on telly Yes. 
on telly. against them. Well, so you don't have so on telly. Well, no, no, so they show time. you they show you the stuff on telly well, or on a laptop or whatever device it is. I'm guessing it's circular. Yes. So it's a 360 view about how you play. I'm guessing. Arsene Wenger says FIFA's chief of global football development. It's the next step for football. Um, for players to understand what is going on in the brain of top players as well. This, this, is, this is the sort of research that you can do with the stats that become available from the soccer bot. So that was just as an aside. I didn't know you uh, planned to no, take us that way. No, no, I know. That, but that there is, it sounds to me like, it's, I get the, the heart about, part of it. We, we talked about this 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and we talked about that, where virtual TV, you could have a corner. You can put it on your virtual floor. Well, virtual heading now. Virtual is, floor. Is, mm. And you yep. can stand there and show, right, this is where you should have been stood and you can mm. walk around and in and out and all mm. that. But, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure what you learn from this. Well, it's virtually the same. And vir virtual heading now. Tony Cascarino writing today in his mm -hmm. column uh, talking about... Uh, um, and next week, by the way, we'll be talking to Dr. Willie Stewart, who's it's a specialist in this. Well, Brilliant. Top man. Virtual reality has made me think the art of heading can survive, says Tony, uh, because he's learning to... Or he's using the technology here of... Virtual football. I've tried it. Mm. You've tried I, it. You tried. You tried one of the embryonic ones, did you not? I'm sorry. Early on, when you couldn't hear, you couldn't feel a touch. Couldn't feel a thing. No. Well, they've they've added that now. You can you can hear and feel the ball hitting your head. Because I did it with Peter Reed, honestly. Well, you should have seen Reed. <laughs> <laughs> He was not having it. He was not having it. We went and put these masks yeah, yeah, on. Uh, yeah, and the guy was trying to push it with me. And I said, I'll take Reedy down. And uh, you put them on. It's the weirdest thing ever. Uh -huh. So we've got this football. There's a, there's a goal in front of us, and people are feeding balls out to you. Well, they aren't, but yeah. yeah. No, so uh, I'm, I'll put it on first. And it's weird. I mean, I, I <laughs> never come to terms with it at all for, for about 10 minutes. But Reedy just kept falling all over the place and doing everything. He couldn't get it at all. Where's, where's the where's the fucking ball? Where is it? Yes, <laughs> one. But I, I just found it strange. Richard says they've added it, but there was no. When the ball was fed out to you, you could see it coming to you, and you put your foot out to control it. There was no feel. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah so see, now there is. And that's what I thought about heading. So how do they? Well, if you're not heading cast. the ball. What are they doing to your head? We'll we'll get Cass on and go. Yeah, do you get a do you, do you get the feeling of heading? Is it just because that's not what they want, right? You, you don't want to have the feel. It's the protection. Surely. It's the protection. But yeah. you can still learn the art. How the art of? With the ver I, 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 I put it on. I'm just really. He's just a messenger. He's just a messenger. <laughs> <laughs> messenger. I've got a football question for you. Yeah, tell me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you're very well placed. You have impeccable sources. Yes. So if anybody does. knows the answer, oh, it will be you. Why uh -huh. won't Pep Guardiola Ooh. play Raheem Sterling? That's a good question. I know. That's a very now we need question. a good answer. Because <laughs> they're falling out, I'm guessing. Well, I don't know. I mean, Nigel's well placed. He, he should be able to tell mm, us that. I'm not, I mean, I'm as, as baffled, <laughs> as, baffled oh. yeah. as you two are right now. No, I wish I could give you an answer. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I've been asking the same question. To my people as well at City, because f when, when you look at his stats and especially look at his 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 time at City, he's been one of the best players in the last what five years. Yeah. Player that Guardiola has started more often during his but time there, but he's only had one, I think, one league start this season. And plainly, there is an issue. Yeah. Plainly, as there was with Aguero and Guardiola. Oh, there is, there is, there is, there is. But what plain, it, plain what is the issue? What it, yeah, that's what maybe we all want. Maybe Jack. What Grealish, is what, maybe Jack Grealish is the issue? You think Grealish is better than Sterling? Well. I, I, listen, it's apples and pears. Would you prefer apples yeah. and oranges? That's, there's no great difference to me. But what there is is there's 100 million being spent on Jack Grealish mm -hmm. to play where Raheem Sterling plays, right? Mm -hmm. 
left side. Raheem plays. Well, play Sterling through the middle. You can do, but do you get your best from Raheem Sterling? No, but he's better than they have been playing through the middle, isn't he? Saying this, if they've spent 100 million and 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 we hear today that Raheem's saying, well, listen, if I don't get any game time, I'm off. Quite right. And I want to, I want to go anyway. Pretty much, he's saying, if I get an offer, I'm I'm excited about the future. I'm going to go. I want to test myself. Maybe he's just said, okay, I've got Grealish, he can play there. I've got Foden, he can play there. I've got Mares, he can play wide. They've got plenty of players, Ferran Torres, who can play wide. I've got plenty there. Actually if got. we want to get, if we can get a hundred million back for Sterling, then maybe he he should move on. I don't know. That's all, I'm just. I think he'll there. walk. You see, I don't think he'll do a new. And I, that 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 led me to thinking in the week that the subject we've discussed often down the years, the abolition of transfer fees. Barcelona and Real Madrid now are living in a different world, mm-hmm. and they're looking at players whose contracts are running, running down. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and saying mm-hmm. we'll take him. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, my favourite centre back at Chelsea. Who, whose whose contract runs out in the summer will have a yeah, yeah yeah Rudiger will have a choice of many many different clubs. Sterling's contract's up this year Sterling's contract yeah. not this year I think he's got eighteen months eighteen I months. think I'm right in saying but you can say in a pre contract what you can do is you can or loan can, deal with the option to buy yeah so I, I think those two big clubs are, are going to be moving into an era and taking us to a place where transfer fees become less significant yeah. and and then you pick up. Real talent, yes, and, yeah. and, and what, Sterling would be would one of those. Then, as what? a player, you choose also you choose the club, not for the money, but choose for the history and also for the for Sorry? the technique. <laughs> no, I nearly fell off my chair as well. Keys what? There. No. <laughs> you, you, you what? Not for the money. Money is <laughs> money. But I'm just saying for the love of the club. No, if you can go, uh, if you can oh, go, no, of course. If I, you can go I, to Barcelona and Real Madrid, right? Well, and you have the option to go to United Arsenal. Which one would you choose? Right now, yeah. I would go Barcelona or Real Madrid, and I'd say to them, build See, a exactly. team around me. So, that, okay, take the money away. So you go for what? No, because I'm leaving on a free, and I'm no, going to no, make no. a fortune. But where are you going? I say, I know, but take the money. You can have the exact, exact. Uh, no, but if Real Madrid were offering twice amount. as much as Barcelona. Well, you see, I'm a big Real Madrid fan. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you do it then? Why do you do it? You see, you well, I, can't the wait for, the club. I can't wait for all the ones who love Newcastle in the next year yes. to sign for them, for the love of the club and not for the money. Uh, that's a different kind of situation. Oh, is it really? Because Why they have money. It? No, because they have money. Barcelona and Madrid, they don't have money. So when they're knocking yes, your door right do. now, they, have it they haven't got 100 mil to spend, yeah. but I'm they've saying, got 100 mil I, to that's pay what I mean. a player. No, but that's what I try to say. So if you take the money out of the equation mm-hmm. and you want to have to make a decision just based on, on, on the club, on the history and the love of the club, which one would you choose? You say Real Madrid for a reason, right? Because you love Real Madrid. If you're, tra- if you're free. No, he doesn't love that free, much. No, but if you're free, quite if likes you're free and you, have the, you, have the, you have the option to <laughs> go way, to if, any if other I'm club. I'm free and I've got a choice between Real, Barcelona, Manchester United, and who's the other one you said? Chelsea? Arsenal. Arsenal, 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 Chelsea. Arsenal. Arsenal. No, forget Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I, I am going to the one I feel most comfortable in. I, 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 yes, me too. I think that's more you on the one. Yeah, and, and the well, money, money well, would see? be a factor. Well, how close, how close are we then are we to, to players not signing five-year deals? Uh, if we're talking about that lack of transfer, how close are we to players then saying, you know, like Raheem Sterling, like the the, the, the top players, saying, what I'm going to do, I'm going to sign a two-year deal. Mm. And I'm happy to renegotiate. Oh, I think that's coming, years. Andy. But then it gives me the flexibility as a footballer mm-hmm. after every two years to say, I think, I think I'm moving on. We, 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 rather we than saying a six, seven-year deal. Absolutely. I mean, Kane, Kane got caught by signing a long-term deal. Mm. He thought he got... Uh, an agreement whereby he could walk away last summer. Well, it, it turns out he didn't. Uh-huh. Um, and it's the same agreement Daniel <laughs> Daniel Levy um, will will ignore if there was one next summer. But no, I think 
that, that's the world we're moving yeah, to. And I, I think, think the, so the, the, the player... I think so too. And, and by the way, I don't think it's a bad thing because actually, although you're still going to need an agent and he's still going to want to get paid, yeah. I think there's less chance that, 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 that those boys are going to be making the significant sums they are now if 100 mil isn't being exchanged confident regularly your own ability, for the best players. If you're players. confident in your own ability, and, and let's say there's no transfer fee, like Raheem Sterling, why would Raheem go to uh, Real Madrid and sign more than a two-year deal? I Look at Gareth Bale. I mean, yes, he's getting Sorry. paid fortunes, Gareth, right? Gareth Bale. Yeah. Oh, Gareth Bale, yes. Yeah, you remember him. I thought you meant Gareth Barry. I no, no. There's Gareth Bale and a locked in a big tra a big contract. Brilliant. F yeah. Fantastic for him. If you want to sit in your backside and play golf and don't play football, that's fine. But if you're Raheem Sterling now and say Real Madrid come in, why would you sign any more than a two year deal? You wouldn't. To renegotiate in two years' time. I would I would I would sign a three, four years deal easily. I mean, when you go from City to Real Madrid, I think Real Madrid is the pinnacle for every football player in the world. The moment is nice. No, it will. Real Madrid, as we said, as we said many times, Real Madrid will never go bankrupt first of all, and they will never no. leave the biggest podium in, in world football. So it will always be a well, dominant figure. You always, watch, you watch always this, 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 this so January. If I, have, if I had the chance to sign a four-year a four-year deal, I'll sign it like this. With my eyes closed. No, Hold on. Yeah, see, definitely. I'm with that. Why not? Why not sign a two-year? And yeah, signs you can. in January. Why not say it's a two-year deal because you're getting it for gonna, nothing anyway? Because Madrid, Madrid is not going to do that. Madrid is not going to well, allow him to sign a two-year well, deal. They They're going to give him is, an, enough what money. What Mbappe says enough <laughs> money again. Enough money. Ah, yeah. So it does get enough money over money. two years. Mbappe doesn't have to worry about his future. You know, this has been so good. I think I'm going to listen to this back. No, but if he's if he's as good as we think he is. And he, and he is, and he's as good as Real Madrid. Why would Real Madrid be worried? If we're such a big club, we know we've got the best player in the world, let's say, like, potentially the best mm -hmm. player in the world. Okay, he wants to sign a two-year, three-year max, he says. Let me say he goes in there and says, okay, I'll give you two years, then we can renegotiate on my last year. That's a three-year deal. I'm signing a three-year deal for you. So Real Madrid goes and say, well, at the risk of losing him to Barcelona or others, uh, no, unless you sign a six-year deal, the deal's off. I don't think so. No. Mm. I don't think so, Nigel. No. I don't think they're going to cut their nose to spite their face. No. I don't understand. I understand but if yeah. they're paying 200 million for them, mm -hmm. I get you. That's yeah, because they want to get that amount of transfer. I would like and they want to have to get an amount of transfer feedback. Yeah, I, I, would like I get to continue that. continue this conversation. And, and this is, I think, one of the strengths of the podcast. We've got three people sitting around here that do enjoy football. Mm. Um, we, although Benjamin White might not, Andy. Well, um, well I've got news anyway. from Benjamin White. I'll be watching <laughs> 10 games this weekend. Um, <laughs> one thing before we introduce our guest, I would like to say, I, I would like to mark Steve Bruce's 1,000th game as a manager. Uh, I'm I, At this point, he's still in charge of Newcastle. And probably less. Well, probably, Nigel, yeah. but I think that he deserves great credit for the manner in which he has managed at Newcastle United through some very adverse times. I think yeah. Steve is a gentleman. I think he, he, he deserves the opportunity to take charge on, on this occasion, if it is indeed mm. the case that he does on Sunday. He is taking the press conference today, Friday. Um, I, I think he's an honourable man yes. and deserves Very better so. treatment than that which he has had in the North East. He cares deeply about that football of club. He, does. he will not be the man to take them forward, but I think that, that Geordies should thank him. No chance. No, but they should they? thank him know, no for everything he's know. done, not just keeping them in the league, but steering them through a very, very difficult period mm -hmm. of time. Yeah, so having said that, good luck to you, Steve. No, a thousand you. is a remarkable and number. Sensitive. That's amazing. Sensitive. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. Well done, Stevie boy. Fantastic. But right. unfortunately, <laughs> it's the, it's football. the football world is not yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, listen, if somebody was offering me eight mil to walk away, I think it would soften the blow. I often, I'd said to you for the last six months, 
Why is he staying there? I've got no idea where he puts up with all that shit. Oh, sorry, that every stuff he gets. You know, there's a big yeah, difference in walking away and getting <laughs> sick. Yes, exactly. you know that. Right? So I said to so. then when that comes out, it's a potential eight. Well, I think I might have taken this stick for a few. <laughs> Should we introduce our guest? Yeah, go on. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, it's become a good friend of yours, I think, in recent well, no, weeks I just, and months. Um, no. I, 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 as a footballer, again, I, I would speak in exactly the same terms as I just did about Brucey as a coach. Absolute top class, and, and any dressing room would want him. Oh, as, as far as Premier Leagues go, or the Premier League goes, as good as there's been in his position. Oh, yes. Me, me too. Yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. Terry and Adams, perhaps. Yeah. I think he's as good as we've seen yeah. that position. If you have to make a team of the last decade, do you think he will be in it? Yes, he'd be in my team. Yeah. Centre-back-wise? Yeah. I think he's, he'd, be, he'd be right in mine, yeah. He, I, I mean... He, he'd go very woke, Nigel. Very football. Yeah. Like uh, uh, football, John yeah. Stones and people like that. Yeah, that kind of player. And, and yeah. Anyway, we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> do we still have time on this podcast to discuss that? Don't test me. Do not test me. Miss the keys. Do not test me. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> John Terry, how are you? May I have the first question? Go on. Are you in your kit? <laughs> <laughs> what a belt, John. John, where have you gone? John, come back, GT. <laughs> well, I didn't want you. I didn't want you to feel as though you got to get dressed up to talk to us. I want you to relax and, and just, just have a little fun Listen, with us. I don't hold back. I've got my shin pads. I've got the armband on. Don't worry about me. <laughs> By the way, he's more likely to have his golf gear on these days than anything else. Yes, trust me. So, yes. yes. Nigel, can I introduce you to John yeah. Terry? Yes, yeah. of course you can. I, th- I mean, there was no introduction in place, no. to be honest. We pre- we, we've been battling uh, some, yeah. uh, some, uh, some <laughs> good games between us, you know, in, uh, in the time. That you played, played against JT? Of course, many times. Did you? Yeah. Of course he did. Yes. What do you think he did? Of course, well, J- John... Why wouldn't he have done? J- John played against me, uh, and uh, <laughs> so okay. Let me ask. Let me ask the second question of the day. What is the difference between a five, which you were, John, and a five and a half, which what? Nigel De Jong was? Watch out what you were saying. Watch out what you're saying, John. Nigel's right now. ten yards high. He's getting chirpy. He's getting chirpy already. Early, early doors. Yeah, yeah. Very early doors. Well, you, you were, a, you were a five and you were a water carrier. You were a five and a half. Are you, are you really? Are you really want to go there? No, we don't. I really, no, no. really want to go there. Even though I'm retired, I can still two foot you here from a, from about a yard. Sorry, John. I'm feeling very chirpy. <laughs> no problem. So Nigel, put ahead. the trophies on the table. Exactly. Oh, by exactly. the way, we haven't got a big enough table for yours, JT, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> this table's only six by ten, John. We'll not get them all on. <laughs> now, we need to get down to some proper conversation. Yeah. But no, no, I don't I don't think we want to go into areas of controversy. Can so. I just ask before we go into areas of controversy? Yes. How is the golf? And how was how Wentworth yesterday? Very good, and I'm just on my way back there now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what, did you, what, did you shoot yes, what did you shoot yesterday, John? No, I was six over yesterday. I was, I was disappointing yesterday. So. Six, six over was disappointing. Yeah, he's a golfer. He's a proper Trust golfer. Me, he's a golfer. I've seen him, yeah. Isn't it extraordinary how professional footballers replace the adrenaline of what they did for, for, for a business with golf? It is. So it is. many. You yeah. know what John is as well? A lefty. Same as you. Is he? Aye. Oh, good. Yeah, of course he would be. Yeah, yeah. he's a lefty. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we play better golf. Is he a lefty as well? Yes. No, no. Yeah, yeah there's a difference, John. You can play golf. He can. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've set the tone. So we, yeah. don't, want, we don't want to spoil it no. in any way. Right. So how close were you to joining Manchester City? <laughs> Wow, we're, we're, we're off. We're in. <laughs> it was, um, Sorry. Okay, then. Now, listen. <laughs> no, no listen I didn't expect you to answer that either, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just about to go into it. <laughs> well, fine. Oh, fine. Okay, on okay. Go. It's just a Man City made an offer for me. Um, I made it very, very clear to Chelsea I didn't want to go anywhere. If they, if they see it differently and wanted to take the money then I'd have to accept their decision. But 
I made it very clear to Chelsea and ended up signing a new contract at Chelsea to show my commitment to the club. So right. Man City were, were, very, were very keen at the time. I think they was looking for the leader. Mm. And by the way, they didn't do bad when they didn't get me. They went and got Vincent Company, who, who turned out to be an incredible signing. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. Uh, it turned out well for, for both clubs. I, I never wanted to go and they got the man they, they probably wanted as well. Yes, he should be. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's a Chelsea legend. So very I mean, much. it was only right for him to... Uh, to stay at Chelsea. But I you mean, boys, the negotiations would be better, though. I yeah, mean, but no you boys you. were weaseling about. You were trying hard, weren't you? Trying hard. Yeah. To upset another top professional. To upset another top professional, yeah, Manchester yeah. City, yes. <laughs> you always have to try. <laughs> John, to John, John what, age, what age were you then when, when they came in for you? What age was it then? What age were you? I was... Quite, I think I was about 20, 28, 29. Okay. Mm. Well, that would have been a nice payday. Yeah. That would have been 10 years already at, there at Chelsea, obviously. Plus... I don't worry. Yeah. You don't have to worry about his payday. He's all worried about his bank account. Many years ago, true, true story, many years ago, John, and, and I don't want this to be a regret for you, but many, many years ago, when you went out on loan to Forest, I had said to everybody yeah. at Coventry, let me finish, let me finish. Okay. There's a terrific kid that we need to go and have a look at and should, should get into now. Um, sadly, uh, your career took you in a different direction, but you, you could have, you could have, it's only a Hold hint, up. but could have been wearing the, the sky blue rather than dark uh, Yeah, you, you said sadly. No, fortunately <laughs> for John, his career went a different I was about to say, and, 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 and the second question would be, what kind of position did you have at Coventry City at the time? Director was, of football, apart from being I, a journalist. I was an unpaid, unpaid uh, specialist. Unpaid yeah. specialist. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> good thing they, they By never the way, John, to you. John, we were talking, well, we, we, we did phone up, we talked to you, but this looks like we're talking to Keezy for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but how is how's retirement now that you've you've stepped away from the game you've, you've stepped away from Villa you're now waking up in the morning how's how's that feeling yeah you know it, it was a decision for me going since the age of 16 really I've kind of been away I, I moved away from home I was in digs that kind of thing obviously I had my 22 years at Chelsea I then had four years at Villa one playing three at coaching and I was literally, I was literally leaving at like five o'clock in the morning to mm. kind of drive up to Birmingham, getting back late. You, you know, as a coach, yeah. the hours are a lot longer than they are mm. as a player. And th this year, like my kids are fifteen, I've got twins, and it's their their final year at school, so it's GCSE year. So I just made a promise to them that, you know what, I'm going to come away, I'm going to spend a bit of time with them. Even this morning, just just being able to take my daughter to school this morning, just having conversations with her, helping her with her homework, and. And just being a dad, which I've never been able to do, I've always been controlled by someone telling me I've got to be here, I've got to be there at this time, I'm in a hotel, I miss the kids' sports. So all of them things as a dad, I've really missed out. Like I missed the birth of my kids because I was playing football. Like I'll never get those moments back. And it was just a, just a decision, like a family decision, that we're going to spend yeah. a lot more time together this year and, and just be around a little bit. And, and in no real rush to kind of go into anything because... Naturally, like um, I miss it. Of course, I want to be involved in football. It's it's, it's all I know, really. Um, but I just need to be very, very careful what kind of job, what, what mm. opportunity I do take moving forward. You do. I, I think the, the test of that, John, and being away from the family was when your daughter said to your to, to your missus today, "Who's the new driver then today, <laughs> Mum?" <laughs> <laughs> well, like like all things as well. It, like all things, it starts well, doesn't it? Then you have a couple of arguments with the kids on the way to school. You've not had your homework. You I understood all. Like... I understood and got all of that, John. But, but the thing that that, that that confused me was when you said helping with the homework. Mm. Really? 
Don't buy John. Don't buy John. Don't buy they don't they have no clue what we're talking about. We're in a different generation, trust me. It's a different generation right now. You know what I mean? Right, just just I want to take you back. European Champions League night. And and I I can say this and Which one? Ah, uh, hold on. We ah. can discuss openly because he was with us when, for the first time ever, he admitted that he was in the kit basket. Right. When oh, Joe, yeah, Jose. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jose. And actually, John, I, I think, I think he did it because he was unsure he was actually on air because he yes. actually he, he went on to swear, <laughs> uh, which sent everybody this end into meltdown when yeah. he did it. But what was that night like? Yeah. The extraordinary arrival of Jose in the kit. The departure of Jose in the kit and a huge game that he had to manage from within the dressing room without being discovered. Yeah, it was uh, it was bizarre, but uh, Jose being Jose, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? You know, when we <laughs> played Germany away, I think it was. He was kind of he was in the hotel, but we had like a speaker system he put in the in the middle of the dressing room, and he's like, "Listen, I'm just watching it in my hotel room," and it was like. I, I don't know, when he spoke, everyone just listened. But then, obviously, the home game, we knew he was going to pop out. We knew he was going to be in before the game. But the funny story is, as well, he's kind of, like, from Chelsea, to get off the, the van, the kit van, to then get up the stairs <laughs> and through to the dressing room, it's quite a long way. So it's you're it's... in this little box with loads of kit, and he was struggling. He, he like, jumped out. Now, listen, he, he jumped out still looking a million dollars, but he was thinking, like... I'm, I'm, I need to get out of this this this, uh, this kit bin, but um, listen, he popped out, he spoke, and it was just it was just funny. But at the same time, we were in like quarterfinal of the Champions League. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, he must be feeling like he was part of a mafia movie. You know, like sitting in a box somewhere, yeah. going to be dragged somewhere. He told he told us John on the like, way out. Um, what was what was the name of the kit man? Um, was it Mick Roberts at the time, or Gary Gray? May have been. May I think it was. Ga I think it was Gary. Gary. I think it was he told Gary. Us on the way out. That. Yeah. He, on the way out, they left the lid partially open. Yeah. To get so he up. could breathe. And then the <laughs> kit man saw a UEFA official and slammed it shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? It's at that point that he swore when he was telling the story. Oh, fantastic. Oh. I'm dying, man. Oh. <laughs> was he an easy man to love, like but equally dislike? No, like the dislike side for me, not at all. It was someone that you love, you completely kind of, like even still now, if I see him now, I get, so when, when Villa played, um, he was at Spurs, so when Villa played Spurs, I was, I, I was just about to see him and Dean Smith went to me, are you all right? I went, no, I'm really nervous. He makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, just, but you, you just feel like you always want to impress him, you know? He was like, just small bits. Listen, if you've been involved in football like you guys have, mm. you'd be at home like watching TV and he'd message you and he'd go, listen, you're my, you're my best centre-back, you're the best centre-back <laughs> in the world. And I'd be sitting there with my wife and it'd be like, oh my God, like, he makes me feel yeah. like I'd, I'd literally die for him, you know? But you get in the following morning and he'd walk straight past you at breakfast. You'd go, <laughs> shit, uh, <laughs> let, let me... Let, let me look at them text messages. Have I upset more? Maybe they weren't meant for me. <laughs> no, it was... Yeah. Ricardo. Love, you? <laughs> fantastic. It's fantastic. Now, that's the, I mean, you know, I hear, this, I hear these stories, you know, from many other players. One of the, one of the best stories as well, or storytelling as well, is from uh, Wesley Snyder. Wesley Snyder played with him, under him, at Inter Milan. And he said the, he said the same mm. thing. He's just like a father figure. 
you know. And some of, some of the managers, yeah. they, they feel like it's a father figure. You go through fire for them. And that's exactly what John said as well. So, John, let me ask you a question real quick. Do you think because you had a spell under uh, Jose Mourinho, you took his um, his qualities under your own belt and just tried to uh, improve from that? As, as a coach, you as mean? As a coach, yeah. Yeah, as, as a coach, definitely. I mean, when he first came in, it was like the managers that I had previous to that, and no disrespect to them, it was like training would be at 10.30. They'd go outside at 10 o'clock. I was always the first one in it as, as captain. I'd drop the kids at school and I'd go straight in. So I'd be in at 8, 8.15. He was already out there, whether it was raining, snowing. He'd be out there with his staff kind of laying out the cones, pacing it out, making sure that there was water, the bibs were in place. So you went from one section of the training to the other, it was like the most intense 60-minute session you'd ever done. But it was never, it was like, right, finish one, have a, have a drink, pick your bib up, these are the teams, move on. And it was so well organized and structured. And it's like that side of it, like the depth and the detail that it went into to, to make sure it was right for the players. Because, mind you know, if you do a simple box and you do it too big or too small, it just kills it. True. You know, True. so get, get in, getting those simple bits right for the players, you know, that... The, the line straight, the disc in a straight line. So if the ball goes out, the ball goes out. Mm. It's those kind of bits where the player you get frustrated with, he don't allow that to happen because everything's so well organised, you know. So that side of it, listen, I could never be Mourinho mm. and I don't ever want to try and be a manager that, that I've played under. But I can certainly take loads and loads yeah. of bits from him, Ancelotti, Ranieri, those kind of managers that I was fortunate to play under and kind of try and form a little bit of them with me as well. Did you think... Yourself, Frank, Ashley Cole, that Benitez was trying to frustrate you out of the club during his spell in charge? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, it, it, it's funny, I didn't, on with Rafa straight away when he came in, it was it was a bizarre one. And not saying he's a bad guy, just, you know, when you just don't click with somebody, yeah. I'm thinking. And then my issue was that when he came to Chelsea, it was like we, we was in team meetings before games and he, he'd be like, when we was at Liverpool, we done this. And, oh, no. and I had to pull him up. I was yeah, like, yeah. Gaffer, listen, you're, you're at Chelsea now. I like yeah. to get Liverpool. And also, the rivalry was so intense yes. as well. <laughs> uh, the, the, last, the last thing I wanted to hear was was the, uh, was the anything or everything about Liverpool. I mean, I see a quote from Denver Bar recently. We played, he obviously dropped me. I didn't play under, under Rafa. Um, but we, we lost to Man City away in the cup. And we lost 2-1. He come in after he was like, oh, guys, listen, don't worry. Uh, there's always another game. And I was like, and I, listen, I was frustrated at the time, but I just went mad. I was like, Good. I'm not having that. Yeah. Like, at Chelsea, it's not, not accept, it's not all right. It's not okay to just lose a game and no. be all right with it. You know, yeah. it's like, and, and we just had it in front of the players and the players were saying stop. And he was kind of going at me and I was going at him and, Listen, he's obviously proven to be a good coach at the time, but we just, we just, we just didn't get on at all. No, but I, I, I thought he came with an agenda, and that was to see you, Frank, and Ashley Cole. He did off. his best, didn't he? Yeah, he, and he did. He, he did had a good go at it, didn't he? He, he, he did try very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing, John, when when it, when his time there was a short one, you weren't that disappointed when he left. <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> Who would you say, next to Jose, was was most critical in that spell of success? Uh, was was most critical or crucial? Well, yeah, crucial. Yeah, I would say um, Ancelotti actually. Good. So Carlo, Carlo was an unbelievable. Carlo was an unbelievable manager. 
and, and probably the best man manager I've come across in the game. So wow. talk about all the, all the great things that Mourinho has. You could say that he'd, he'd be happy to pick a fight with you or he'd be happy to kind of have that, that you know, or feel, feel uneasy. Yeah. Whereas Carlo was the complete opposite. You know, we'd, as a group of players, we'd go for dinner with Carlo. After games, he'd come at the back of the bus with like a, a bottle of red wine and give the lads a, a glass of red and he'd sit there with us and like talk about the game. To get the fags you know, out. Like, did he get the fags out, George? Yeah, got lads. Come on, well, who's having the fags? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did. I, I won't name the players that were having the fags with him, but yeah, he did. <laughs> surely, surely, so surely, during, surely during half time as well. I mean, he's well known of that. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, I only, I only see it after the game, to be honest. But it's those kind of bits where you go... Everyone after games now does a debrief where it's like a 20, 30 minute meeting on the, on the game. And those, he'd literally come down, him and Ray, Ray was unbelievable as well. Yeah, there'd be a right. bottle of wine, there'd be cigarettes. And we're not talking we're getting drunk, we'd have one glass of red. And he'd go, you've got to do better with that. Or, listen, you know, we'd talk about the game, the, the game would be on the video on the bus on the way home. And that would be our debrief. Yeah. But it was done in such a good manner. And the respect the players had for him, it just, it worked so well. And if I could be like anyone from the band management side, Carlo would be, would be, would be the very best. Nice. That's good. So I, 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 just on that same subject, so many changes. And, and, and really, it flew in the face of what we have, all of us, been told football needs, which is stability. Yeah. Mm. Whilst Wenger was at Vegas Arsenal for 10 years, yeah, won yeah. nothing. Chelsea were winning something every year with Di Matteo six months. Do you do you look back now and are you pleased that there were so many changes and you got to know so many different characters, or would it have been better to stay with one? If I'm honest, I think I think management can be a little bit a little bit stale after three four yeah, years, Nick. Yeah. Just just knowing the players and knowing like different ideas and different training sessions and those kind of bits. Unless you've got a manager that really wants to evolve and kind of mix things up and change the sessions on a yearly basis, that not many of them do either. A lot of people kind of get success and then go, "This is me," and kind of stick with it, mm. and kind of you know it probably kills them in the future. But listen, I was lucky that we went through so many managers at Chelsea. Um, from a, from a selfish point of view. Now, ideally, I would have I would have loved Mourinho to stay a little bit longer, of course, because it just felt we was um mm. we was untouchable under him. Um, but obviously, for, for on the flip side of that, very fortunate to kind of see and experience different managers. But I think as well, it just made the players realise well that actually, as soon as one manager left, if you're a player that's not playing, all of a sudden that competition. Mm. I did notice the training go. Actually, I'm back here. I might have a chance in this team yeah, under yeah, this manager, yeah. which 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 proved completely true as well. And we see it sometimes where play, a player's in the dark, and a new manager comes in. You go, "Where's he been for the last six months?" <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. you've you've got you've got that window of opportunity, a fresh set of eyes of going, "Okay, show me what you're about." And the level of training goes up. Everyone wants to impress the new manager, the new staff, and the new players. And I, I think that was the key to us at Chelsea of going. With what Roman done and brought in new players on a yearly basis, it made them, it made the current players that were there want to improve and want to be better every single year. And we had it, talking about Mourinho, we had it, me and Gaz Keo had it. We'd won the league. We come back first day of pre-season the following year and Mourinho put on a, like, um, a possession playing out from the back. Me and Gaz kept giving the ball away. This is the first day. <laughs> Fabio Gas is there. Diego Costa's there. We've just signed all these all these new players as well, and we're there. And he's top. 
he stopped the session, and I won't tell you what he said, but he was swearing, and he said, see you two, you two be out the door, I'll go and sign Varane, he's better than you two, I'll go and sign this player. And me and Gaz are looking at each other going, oh my God, we won the league last year, but what, what a kick up the backside. And for the rest of the session, all me and Gaz done was kick the life out of everyone, right? And session, like first day of pre-season, the session... The session's meant to be really, like, ease your way in. This session was, like, tackles flying in, people (laughs) arguing, people squaring up to each other. And at the end of it, he come and put his arm around me and Gaz and went, that's why you're my centre back. You're my captain and vice captain. That is fantastic management. I think I think if if, if any if any young managers listening to this podcast and hearing uh, these kind of stories, they know it's not always about tactic. You know, it's man management. It's about knowing your players. It's knowing about how they are as a character as well, and knowing what you need to say to them yeah. in order to Especially get the best the out of them. Buttons, it's unbelievable. That's why I love I love man managers. You know, like my best managers yeah. always the man managers who knowing who know what kind of character you have and know how to trigger that john we yeah. we, we we are going to be courteous and allow you to go because i know you've got a tea time um, what's your tea time what's your, what's your, when are you off no I'm, I'm 10 o'clock but i'm gonna have 45 minutes on the range yeah, <laughs> <shut up. laughs> yeah don't go on the range oh, wow. oh by the way you oh, see, wow. just just be careful john i'm sure you played wentworth enough names now you don't hit it at the first down into the dip do you and give yourself that downhill lie with the approach no, oh, no he's, to, he's oh, big, do you lay it back on it, top of it on top he lays it on top i always lay I, mine back I, I, lay it, intentionally. I, lay, <laughs> I lay it back on top unfortunately but that's why i'm spending 45 minutes on the range <laughs> 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 yeah. john it's been brilliant thank you really really kind of you uh, have a lovely day and um, you guys. see you john good luck better, as well enjoy we'll, that hopefully we'll see you here in Qatar, no too distant future, one hopes, eh? Yeah, especially when the World Cup is around. I'm over, I'm over, in, I'm over in about 10 days, I think, so hopefully I'll catch up with you guys then. We'll that, find that would be great. We'll make definitely. sure we see you, John. And we yeah, play definitely. around the golf. Very good. Play. Uh, he's no, my partner. John, no, John's my partner. <laughs> 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 see them play. <laughs> no worries. All good. Have a good day, John. Thanks, John. Thanks again. Thanks, mate. Nice. Keep the Andy. Thanks very much. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Luck. See you later. Cheers. Bye-bye. Brilliant. I mean, what a good guy. And uh, Great. The, the, the more opportunity. I just I wish he'd come out more when he was playing, but I understand why players don't. Yeah. I, I get it, but in, in a world of 24-7 media interest, and, yeah. and you must have been through it. You're, oh. you're, in, you're in the dressing room, there's a television, and, and you're on it every hour on oh, the yeah. news service, talking the same nonsense. Yeah. I, I can your imagine players want to hide. Your yeah. teammates wouldn't accept that as well, and they, don't want, they wouldn't respect you in a sense. Of that, if you were, if you had your face on television every week, you know. But it's also protection. Like I, re- I remember, I was quite a private person. I never mm-hmm. was in the media. I was never doing interviews. Loads and loads of times. I just picked, I just picked the right moments when mm-hmm. I did the interview. For, mm-hmm. When it was control, control it's or whatever. Because like so, Cantona, I can. Sorry, I, sorry. I, I, have no, I say it's easier for, for for you boys. Cantona when he came. Sorry, I have no English. No but, English. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did, yeah, he did when true. I did a book room with him for half an hour. He spoke perfect English. Yeah, thanks very much. No, but I understand. I understand it's excuse, but it's also it's not really an excuse. It's also to keep yourself private in the yeah. sense of like, you know, because you get you get you get asked so much as a football player, you know, in the world of football, because you're twenty four seven in the picture. So mm. sometimes you just want to have your privacy, your privacy, and not always be on the television, not always, you know, want to hear your opinion out there. So. It is something that to protect. Well, you made up for it. You made up I hope JT. Yeah, you have actually. Yeah. I hope JT. Can, <laughs> now, I hope yeah, he comes, well, now he comes back into the game. 
because like, I agree. he's one of those that I think he's he's had a taster there. He's he's had a little apprenticeship at, at Villa as a as an assistant to Dean Smith, and now he's taking a bit of back seat, and that's great. Um, you know, because he had what would you say? What did he say? Twenty two years at Chelsea. Twenty two years. Wow. At Chelsea, yeah. So he's having a little break, playing his golf, loving life. Sabbatical year. Great. Sabbatical year. But I, I hope yeah. he comes in because so many of the modern day players don't have to. You know, oh, John's right. rich enough we not to work again. For a long time, mm -hmm. we're giving our game up to school teachers, and we shouldn't get it mm -hmm. back, boys. Come on, mm -hmm. come on, team. Uh, I want you back. Next in. week, we will be talking to Dr. Willie Stewart. We like to have a chuckle, as we have done this week, but there are also some very serious matters mm -hmm. associated with football: dementia and concussion. Uh, that is, and it's very current. Uh, Dr. Willie is one of the leading experts in that area, Andy. Mm -hmm. I know this subject always has mm -hmm. you twitching, but it is something that needs to be spoken of. And this time next week, we will yeah. be in conversation. Yeah, look forward to it. Uh, and take our thoughts in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. DJ, thank you. As always. It's always yes. It's always a pleasure. Here we go again. See you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.